You're listening to Swinging Down Under, a podcast about a swinging, non-monogamous lifestyle from two crazy Australians with over four years of lifestyle antics to keep you entertained, informed, angry, happy and horny. Join our international swinging adventures. I like the pause before you press the record button. It's, it's important. Like it's 1,000 to go. If you don't do it, the, the microphone explodes. Uh, that's what I figured. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Radio guys, g'day and welcome back to episode number 103. Today's episode... Welcome back. Welcome back. What do you mean? Well, because they're avid listeners of the Swinging Down on a podcast and, you know, welcome back. Oh, I thought you meant welcome back to... Because there was in the comma, I thought you meant welcome back to podcast number 103. I thought maybe we did the first half some other time or something. <laughs> hey no? guys, welcome back to the Swinging Down Under podcast. This is episode number 103. Daryl, what's the start date? Oh, it's got to be 396 by now. Shit, at least. All right. Today's episode is all about swinger expectations. You've read it. You've seen it. You've heard it. We don't have expectations when we go to parties. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Wow, that's a horribly demeaning voice for anyone who's actually said that out loud. We've said it out loud. Yeah, you have. We have. Absolutely, yeah, we have. have. And I've got proof of it, actually. So what we're going to do have. today is we're going to break... I've never said that out loud. You've never? No way. Let's just see. We're going to break down some of the uh, discussions. We're going to decide what is expectations. Do we actually have them? Do we not have them? This is part of the stuff that swingers say and uh, follow on from actually number episode 85, which was about uh, taking one for the team. So the whole, we don't take one for the team. So go and listen to episode 85, uh, come back and uh, finish up with episode 103. We're going to keep going on with this series every now and then. Uh, and today's about expectations. Before we get into to the podcast, really quick updates, which is that podcast Palooza sadly, has been postponed to October 9th through to the 12th uh, this year in 2020. Still in Miami, still at the same hotel. It's just that... There's stuff going on in the world. We just had to move We're not going to mention... No. We're not going to mention the name of the stuffs. We just had to move it for the health and safety of everybody involved. So that is happening. Podcast of Blues are in October. Including us. <laughs> including us. Well, and, mostly me. And unfortunately, there are a few people that uh, are no longer able to make those October dates. And so we are reselling their rooms. So if you weren't able to make the May dates, but October sounds like you can come, uh, do jump onto the podcast-a-blues website because it has opened up a lot of uh, room types. So if you wanted to come, you couldn't. We'd love you to come and we'll resell, the, resell those rooms for the people that now can't come, which is quite sad. Otherwise, 30 days of lingerie is happening on Twitter. Come and join us. That's all throughout April. Uh, the podcast today is going to be broken into two sections. Daryl and I are going to debate it, and then we're going to get uh, some of what you guys told us uh, on the show as well. And I have a little bit of a sneaky snippet of, in, uh, of audio that I'm going to put in there. Never said it. You did say it. I deny it. <laughs> well, you're shit out of luck, dude. The beauty about having a podcast. Works for politicians, works for me. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. The beauty about having a podcast is that, you know, you do have evidence um, of all the times it. that we've done things. Never that, said it. This you is, misheard me. Okay. It's taken out of context. <laughs> okay. The the thing about this as well, and we've always said this from day one, is that we always call each other on our shit. You know, Aussies, we tend to do that. Daryl and I do it a lot in our relationship too, right? We call each other on each other's shit. And that's what this is about too. So we've said over the years, you know, we're not always right. We change our thoughts. We change our processes. And uh, Not always right. Well, most you often wrong. You might be shooting for the stars there. <laughs> and and so that's the beauty of it. So I actually, um, I went back through, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I went back through trying to find evidence of us uh, having before said, you know, we don't have expectations just so I could put it in there and we could take the piss out of ourselves as well. So that's what it's about. Daryl, when somebody says to you they don't have expectations, what's generally your overall thought? I think their intentions are exactly what they what they they're saying. I mean, why would I read into that? It's they're saying that they believe that there's no expectations, so there's no expectations of anything of anything of getting it's, a lollipop after dinner. 
like, there's no expectations on anything. Who gives lollipops away after dinner? So when somebody says to me they don't have expectations, I immediately assume we're talking about sex, sexual activity. That's what I assume. Um, but having said that, I think... In it, the lifestyle or just in general? In the lifestyle. But okay. I think it also leads then to expectations about an event, you know, expectations about a certain couple, you know, having expectations. And I, I think that's generally when you read it, that's what people mean by it. You know, we want to turn up to an event, we don't have any expectations. Now, the actual definition of expectation is no, to have a we're belief. Not doing that. Yes, we are. No, we're not. A belief about what might happen in the future, like your expectation. Shutting to the podcast down. Be close with your friends the whole life. So when it comes to sex in the lifestyle, what does it mean when somebody writes on their profile that they have no sexual expectations when it comes to going to an event? Um, that they're not expecting sex, that they you know, are going but not expecting it. And I think that most of the time it's led or it's said in a moment of like, we don't want people to think that we're on the prowl. We don't want people to think that we're on the hunt. You know, we're just here to have a good time. Uh, sex is not necessarily the primary. Sex is maybe the secondary or the something that happens as a result of t- attending, but not necessarily the, the first and foremost um, reason for attending. And I think that's what people are actually trying to say is that the expectations that they don't have is because they don't want anyone to feel like they're hunting. So let me ask the question in a different way now because, you know, some people might say, well, uh, there might be expectations about the event. Typically, do people have expectations about an event? That's what we, we're going to debate today because I personally, yes, I personally believe absolutely they would. And the reason I think that is because, and, and actually, let's t- let's take it away from people. Let's take it back to just just us because that's an easier thing to talk about. Do I have an expectation on an event? Absolutely, because I want to have a good time. I've possibly outlaid money. I've possibly outlaid time and effort, you know, getting tanned, getting an outfit together, putting on hair and makeup, setting up the putting day. Putting on hair? Putting on hair and makeup, yeah, putting on hair. Um, setting up the Generally it takes, it's taking hair off. That's what you do before an event. Unless I'm wearing one of those. Um, Merkins? Merkins, yeah, maybe I'm wearing a Merkin. Why would you ever be wearing a Merkin? Maybe. Do you have a Merkin? That's the theme of the party. Do you have a Merkin? No, I don't. We should have a Merkin party. I like the idea of a Merkin party. We use the dead cat straight off our microphones. Yeah, no, only if you want to put it over the end of my penis and have a like a penis Merkin. Not really, a Perkin. Uh, yeah, of course, of course, I've got expectations. If I'm going getting dressed up and everything else, yes, I have expectations, and that this is where the the idea of what does that mean comes into play, which is I want to have a good time. But I think we've already we've already stumbled across that in the intro. We've said, well, people. Who, who say they don't have expectations generally are talking about sex. So they ha- still have expectations about everything else. And yeah. if sex happens, then da-da, yay. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, isn't isn't the whole purpose of the swinging lifestyle to have sex with other people? Isn't that the intention no. at its core? No. No. So when we say we have ex- no expectations to have sex with people, you know, I, I don't know, is that a bit of a bit of a black and white versus the fact that the reality is a lot of people do get into the swinging lifestyle because they're wanting to explore diversity and having other people to play with. Yeah, but I'm fairly sure they'd rather go to an event and have fun and not get laid than go to an event, have no fun and get laid. I don't see why they have to be... Um, I mean, if the event's shit, the problem is then anything trailing that normally becomes shit. Yeah, but why do they have to be exclusive to each other? Why can't you... They don't have to be exclusive to each other, but if you miss one... The likelihood of receiving of getting the other, because let's be honest, if the party is not going well or the event is not going well, then you're going to hate the, you know, you're going to hate the rest of it. 
So you're not in the right mindset generally unless you want an angry fuck. And if you want an angry fuck, then it's kind of unlikely that you're going to be angry fucking another couple. <laughs> it's normally, it's normally you know, you as a couple who angry fuck, I think. I, I, I mean, again, I'm speaking for us rather than everyone else. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think that you can necessarily have one without the other. Okay. Well, we can't. If it's a bad event, then I just want to go home. Yeah, but I mean, we've had bad events where we've exited the event and then just spent some time with a couple or with a group of people and had a good time. Yes, but that becomes. But that's now an, that's now a different event. That's a new event. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're not. I mean, if the event's really shit and you exit with a couple that you enjoy the company of and start another event just with four of you, then it's a different event. I, I don't think that I don't think it's black and white at all. It's just very. It's all very intertwined. But if you don't have fun then sex is supposed to be fun. If you're not having fun while having sex, whether it's whatever type of sex you're into, you know, whatever kink or whatever it is, if it's not fun for you, then why the fuck are you doing it? Well, okay, look, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna probably put a spinner in the works here. You know, I, I would actually say that we do have expectations on having sex when we go to events. Um, certainly I know for a fact that when we've gone to events, we have had expectations of having sex. And if it doesn't happen, then there is an, a, an element of walking away feeling like a bit jaded, you know, feeling like we haven't, um, you know, managed to do what we wanted to do, we haven't had a good time, all those sorts of, to- sorts of things, you know. Yeah, but now you're saying couple expectations versus, versus individual expectations. It's different again because as a couple you may actually, again, because of the requisite effort that you put in to get to an event to – dress appropriately for an event, to look right for an event. As a couple, you may have an expectation that you find another nice couple to hang out with. That's a couple expectation. But as individuals going into an event with the expectation that, you know, your wife or your husband is going to or your partner is going to play with somebody else um, or play, you know, in general is, is kind of not really something that we set up for. So what you're saying is you're allowed to have an expectation as a couple. You're allowed to have an expectations on yourself. So i.e. I really want, you know, Daryl and I both in to kind of play with people today or the other verse of that is I really want to play with people today. But what you're saying is I can't have expectations that I would love to see Daryl with a wet lady tonight. Yeah, you can't have expectations that I – well, I mean, you can provided we've discussed them and we both agree on them because then they become couple expectations. But you can't force somebody into doing something they don't want, they don't want to do, nor can you um, – nor can you force another couple to do what you don't want, what they don't want to do. You know, like well, not what they don't want they to do, but force your expectations on other people, or push your expectations. So, what's on your other point people. though? I think you've gone a bit off track, and I'm not quite following. What's your point about having expectations as a couple for having sex at a group, or a party, or an event, or whatever, or a date? Well, I, I don't think there's an issue with having an expectation of a fun night. But you think there whatever is an the issue. fun? No, the fun night is a, is the greyness. The fun night can be just hanging out with people having a drink or it can be having all the way through to, you know, whatever it is that you're into in sex. That's the grey. The grey is not having an, is, is not the expectation part. I think if it's fair to have an expectation provided it's not something that's untoward or outside of what you're, you're happy with as a couple or the group's happy with as a group once you get into that situation. But to have a to, – to say – you know, to say you go to anything without an expectation is total horseshit. You always go to things with expectations. Yeah, I agree. I, I absolutely agree, hands down, 100% that you go to something with some form of expectation because it takes energy. Yeah, you open a bottle of milk and you expect to drink milk. You know, that's that's life. You, yeah. You know, if you... If you go to the, the the bathroom, you expect there to be toilet paper. Sorry, that was a bit of callback to, you know, the fact that there's just about no toilet paper in the world. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, there's always expectations. If you 
if you press the button on the TV remote, you expect the TV to turn on. That's Okay, uh, well then why do you think it's become a bit of a dirty word then in the lifestyle, having expectations? Why do you think that when somebody says that there's an element, you know, even as, as much as they're trying to be positive about it, we don't have expectations, meaning that, hey, we're good to go with the flow, we're happy to be here, you know, all these really positives, but there is an element of negative connotation of because we don't, again, I, I think there's, we don't want to have people see us as a hunter, see us as people no, that are. I don't see this negative connotation. You don't see it at all. No, I, I, I think you may have, may have should have briefed me on this. Have we had somebody pressure, pressure this negative connotation? I've, I've, no, I've never had anyone say to me, oh, they say they have no expectations, I'm not interested. No, it's just over our time, five years in the lifestyle, I think when, when people say it, I think there is an element of the fact that if you were as a couple to say, yes, we have expectations, I think that other people would take that in a certain way that may not be in a positive light. And that's what I'm, I'm here to debate that because, to be it's honest... You, it's just how you explain the expectation, that's all. We yeah. explore, I have an expectation every time I go out with anyone and that is that I have fun. Yeah. And if it's not fun, then I'll leave. You know, that's an ongoing expectation. But I don't believe that that's an, an expectation I need to explain to people. Mm-hmm. If they don't understand that when we catch up, we should have fun then and enjoy each other's company, then, I mean... I'm hanging out with the wrong people. Okay. Well, I, I'm I'm going to say that I do have expectations to go to a large event. You know, I remember um, going to large events in the past and going there thinking, you know, or, or the office party even here in Singapore, you know, I went there with an expectation, yes, that it was going to be fun and everything else. But did I go with there with an expectation that we were going to have sex with people? Yes. Or I'd had hoped that we were going to go there and have sex with people because that was the, what I wanted to achieve or that was my desire. I think the bigger part to that is that I'm not understanding of that. I, I didn't know that that was the case. Okay, well, okay. So that's, that's uh, I think there's This a, is a historical thing. Look, I mean, we've been to events in the past where we've said we want to have sex with people tonight and it hasn't happened because of whatever reason. I mean, those are conversations that we do have before we go. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely said that to you. I know I said it to you at the last Desire when we went in and the Desire the year before that and Nin the past year as well, um, definitely. Those big events, there's been times because of the fact, and I, I think there's, there is elements of higher levels of expectations that I put on things based on the level of energy that's going into them. So when we travel 24 hours to go to a whole other country and we're spending, you know, five grand on an event and we've waited a year to go there, you know, do I have expectations we're going to at least have sex with one couple? Fuck yes, I do. Because that's what I want. That's part of the enjoyment. You know, I'm hoping for that. Okay. I don't, yeah, and I think that that's, I think, I don't know whether people see that as, as, as something bad or not. You know, when we say we don't have expectations. I think if I was, if I was to come on a forum and say, hell yeah, i got expectations, I want to go have sex with people, I don't know whether that would be perceived as friendly. I don't understand why it wouldn't. I mean, if you've got an expectation and you voice it, people, uh, people voice their sexual expectations all the time. I, I want somebody to do this. I want this from people. I want a big cock. I want a, you know, this. I want big tits. So whatever it is, people voice their sexual expectations all the time in the lifestyle. That's it's the same, same. The so only- then, should we do away with the term "we don't have expectations"? If you're saying everybody does, and it's clear that everybody does, plus when people put their desires out there, those desires are interpreted as expectations. I, I think. I think the, the the differential here, the the difference between what you've defined as a, as expectation and what is really an expectation is the issue. You define an expectation as something that. Um, that you expect other people to adhere to. It's almost that fantasy thing that I was talking about before where your fantasy is exactly what happens in your head and that's not necessarily how things play out. Expectations, you can have them internally uh, yourself and still not 
um, invoke or uh, try to explore that expectation with somebody else. I think there's a difference there. The expectation that you have in yourself or as a couple to go to an event and play, that doesn't mean that you're going to turn up there and go, well, all those couples are fucked because none of them played with us. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the the expectation here is it's always the same. Everybody has expectations, but the 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 expectation to not burden other people with your expectation mm-hmm. is what I think they're talking about, what people are saying when they say we don't have expectations. Certainly that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm coming into this with the expectation, one, that I'm actually going to have fun, two, I might have a drink and a meal. That's an expectation. I might. I expect to enjoy your company. I expect that we will we will be comfortable doing whatever we decide we're comfortable with and I don't have no expectation. I, I have an expectation that if we get to a point at any point where you're not comfortable or happy, you will say to me, we're not going any further than this. Yeah. So I, that is also an expectation. Yeah. I think I think what you're probably thinking more about is those couple on couple interactions where things are leading in that general direction, like having an expectation to play without maybe giving those other people the option. Of course that's not what we're talking about. It's more um, you know, turning up at an event in, in a broader sense. So not specifically honing in on one couple and saying okay, well, I feel like I missed a brief on the way in there. No, no, no. I, this is good conversation because, you know, maybe is that what people are talking about when people say that, you know, that they're when, if somebody was to say that to me, hey, with Kate and Daryl, we've got no expectations, that is very directed at the fact that, in other words, you know, there's nothing on the table, the choice is ours, play as if we want to, which is obviously the case every time anyway, exactly. versus versus a larger event where you say I've got no expectations or I do have. You know, when I say I've got expectations on going to a large event and having sex with somebody, that's because I want to put it out there. I want to have a good time. That's what I'm hoping for versus that direct with see that's hope versus expectation two very different things well here's the other thing though do you do you see that as predatory so i say to you not at all um we're going to an event in um whatever july we're going to an event in july or we're going to an event in august whatever we're not but (laughs) what if we were um we're going to this event xyz event and um you know i've got expectations that i really want to spend I want to have sex with, I don't know, two couples. Actually, I did that recently when we went to Colette in uh, Dallas. You know, I said, I want to find this is what I'm, I want to have tonight. Do you see that as potentially predatory? Like I'm walking through those doors in my head going, I want to find one couple and another single to have sex let with. Me, uh, let me just step back a little bit and say, when you walk into any club experience ever in the history of the time you've been in the lifestyle, have you looked around the room and gone, I'd fuck them, I'd fuck them, I won't fuck them, I will fuck them, I'll fuck them, they look nice. They seem intelligent and I like the way they look, I'll fuck them. Yeah, of course. That's predatory, (laughs) (laughs) not the other bit. (laughs) I mean, judging just judging from across the room is a lot more predatory than actually walking up to people, holding a conversation with them and then saying, hey, guys, you know, I think that would be really nice if we go and play. There's There's nothing predatory about giving people an option. That's an option, right? They're free to explore that option or they're free to tell you no. Predatory is walking walking up and... Grabbing somebody in the ass and saying... Well, yeah, sticking your finger in somebody's arsehole as you walk up to them. I mean, that's predatory and, and of course, sexual assault. But it's it's predatory. You know, I, don't, I don't think having expectations is predatory at all. I mean, they're your expectations. And I'll ask you this, in all instances when you had expectations, were they ever filled? No. So 
It's not like you. Not one hundred percent. Like for example, that no, one. I understand. You know, we had sex with a couple. We didn't have sex with a single. Or um, we yeah, went to somebody vomiting in a playroom. Yeah. If I can put that to bed pretty quickly. We went to Naughty New Orleans. I think I said I want to have sex with at least three couples, and I think we had sex with two. So yes, they've been fulfilled in some manner, but not fully. So so then your expectations were not met, which meant you what you went ran out into the pool beside Desire and said, "Listen, you cunts, you're all not fucking me. I fucking hate you," and left. Or did you just go? Okay, well, we had fun. We enjoyed our time. And that was the year time. that I was kicked out of desire and never allowed back. I, I think expectations are natural. It's just what you define and how you define expectations. We don't have expectations other than the ones I've mentioned around having fun and enjoying people's company. All right. Um, the, the sex side, sometimes we do. Sometimes we do around sex, but we would never push that expectation onto anyone else, yeah, which well, is which what I, I think so, is predatory. So when we had that conversation before Colette in Dallas where I did actually say to you, this is what I'm expecting tonight or what yeah. I'm hoping for tonight, and we walked in, and again, I think it's more about the situation, not I expect to have sex with that couple, and if it doesn't happen, then I'm going to be pissed off because mm. obviously that's not the case. Hey, should we play a clip from episode number 15? Go nuts. Go nuts. This is from episode number What's 15. That start 8, 37. I don't know. Uh, this is an oldie and uh, and uh, recorded uh, not long after we got our first set of microphones given to us from our secret spot, actually. I think that was part of the audio. And um, have a listen to this. Really, I mean, for us, even if we have played on, say, a Friday night and we go to an event on a Saturday night, there is no expectation. We don't know. Well, certainly we don't have the expectation. Well, we don't have I the think expectation. That's, I think that's fair. I mean, And quite know. frankly, the kitty's probably like, I, I definitely don't have the expectation. <laughs> kitties do hurt <laughs> Did you hear yourself just say you don't have expectations? No. You want me to play it again? I'll play it again. No. I really, I mean, for us, even if we have played on, say, a Friday night and we go to an event on a Saturday night, there is no expectation. We don't know. Well, certainly we don't have the expectation. Well, we don't have- it's out of context. Oh. What, what expectation are we talking about? Uh, about playing a couple of nights in a row if we go to a few different events is what we're actually talking about. Yeah, so. so there's no expectation that we would go. There's no ex- I never go to an event expecting to play. I go, always go to an event expecting to have fun. And if I have the idea that I would like to play – that, that's not an expectation because I can't then get angry at anyone or tell anyone off if it doesn't happen. If I go to a restaurant, order a $200 steak, it comes out and it's fucking terrible, then I can actually say to somebody, this is shit, I don't want this anymore and I would like my money back. That is me invoking an expectation. Hmm. I don't do the same thing when somebody when I walk up to somebody in a club and say, hey, guys, would you be interested in playing? They say, oh, look, we don't think you're our type. I don't go, well, fuck you, and flip on the bird and fucking back off into the mist, you know, like you're a pack of bastards. That's the difference between expectation setting and not, okay. I think. And the title of this is about expectation. I just wanted to play that because I cut it out of an earlier episode and I didn't want it to go to waste. That's quite a rambling one. I'm not going to play that on today's podcast. But um, I found uh, I found multiple other versions where we say we don't have expectations over the years and I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Hey, uh, all right, let's take a quick break. Let's come back and let's share some of the responses that you guys gave me. Um, I actually put these up on up on our Cassidy community months and months and months ago. Why is it that you cut them up into different, like, slices? I don't know, I just do. Okay. Um, I put this up in our Cassidy community months and months and months ago when we were supposed to get around to doing this episode, you know, pretty quickly after episode number 85. This is number 103, so clearly it didn't happen. And uh, we're going to share some of those responses that we get when we come right back. 
All right, so this one's from Carefree in Arizona. They said, they said, expectations, hell yes, we have expectations, and that was in capitals. We expect to have the ultimate sex-crazed orgasms with the hottest couples at every event. We get horny for weeks and months before an event just thinking about the hot lubed-up orgies that we're going to have and all of the new friends we're going to meet and fuck. We soak up the erotic sexual energy at each group at every event and blow loads bigger than an 18-year-old six days, six times a day. <laughs> They're just they're playing around. It's quite funny. He expects to be rock hard within sex, uh, within seconds um, of the wind blowing. She expects multiple orgasms, quivering waves of pleasure, and groans of satisfaction with each other and every play partner. Expectations, expectations be damned. We're having so much fun. Carefree from Arizona. Cool. I love it. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I mean, they might they might have some expectations. Couple, well, yeah. ones. Yeah, I think they're setting the bar rather high there. But uh, good. For I want to know what parties they're going to because yeah, damn. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So should I do one now? Yeah, go on. Should what I do? Got? I'll do a short one to warm, to warm up. Get your vocal cords ready. So me 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 me. This is uh, Phil Phil Cup Phil Couple P H L C L C P L. Um, of course, we have expectations. We don't have ex- expectations for any expectate. What can't we? I mean, it's just such a big word. It's bigger than marmalade. Uh, why don't you just say E? No, because then it sounds like we're selling drugs. <laughs> I <didn't> say banana. <laughs> of course we have bananas. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have bananas for any particular sex or sect act at all, but we have bananas to meet people or singles with an interesting story, positive energy. I'm just going to throw it out there and say it. We've got a clothing optional pool, hotel takeover coming up in Miami. We've only got 20 rooms left. And if this sounds like your tribe, your people, you wanting to have some fun for three nights, four days in the sun, come and join us May 31st to the 3rd of June. We've got We Got a Thing, Casual Swinger, Expansive Connection. We've got the Hump Day Quickies and we have That Hot Couple in GA. So three nights, four days of fun in the sun for our Swingers Hotel Takeover in Miami. This is the last time we're hitting this location. So come and join us. We would absolutely love to see you. I just announced the themes inside of our community and they are going to be banging. We've also got the Casual Toys Luxury Playroom in the penthouse that's coming back for 2024. It is definitely a sight to be seen. So if you're all about having a party but making connections with genuine community, come and join us in Miami, head to libertineevents.com and find your way to the Miami event. So 20 rooms left. We'd love to see you guys come and party. Hang out with us this May, June in Miami Beach. Discover the remarkable journey of Anonymous John. No one likes feeling alone, anxious, or overweight. But John refused to let his circumstances define him. When his weight ballooned to a staggering 600 pounds, he made a choice to take control of his life. He began documenting his journey in his journal, and after shedding his first 103 pounds, he decided to share his story with the world. Through his journal, he offers inspiration and hope to anyone struggling with similar challenges. If you're looking to be inspired and uplifted, the Anonymous John podcast is for you. Join us on this journey of transformation and visit our website, theanonymousjohn.com. And a willingness to see where the chemistry takes us. Bananas. That's, it's really hard to concentrate when you replace a word with another word, actually. That was tough <laughs> for me. So what did they actually say that they... they, they <laughs> so they have expectations. And, and <laughs> but to have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. They don't have expectations okay. in particularly in any particular sex act or sex at all. It's almost like they agreed with me. 
Sounds like they did. Sounds like they're definitely uh, Team Daryl. Okay, so this one's uh, another person from Arizona, actually, Scottsdale, at ease. They said, we're at Naughty in New Orleans this year, walked across the street to Starbucks to get coffee, and this gent who wasn't part of NIN came up to me because he'd seen the badge and asked, can I ask you some questions about the um, convention? How many, how many people do you think you'll get laid with while you're here? My response was, oh, I didn't even know, maybe none or maybe a lot. I can guarantee you one thing, I'm going to go out have a good time because these are the greatest people on earth to party with and I don't come here with those kinds of expectations. Um, I would just be disappointed if I did. That's an important part there. Um, That's my real-life experience, of course. We are hopeful, but we knew we would have a good time. That's basically about it. So what they're saying is exactly the kind of sentiment. You know, they're going there with expectations. Of course they are. They want to have a good time. Um, Do they go there with expectations to have sex? No. You know, are they hopeful? Yes. Okay. So we've got... uh, Thanks, at ease. D and Tintin? Tin Tien, D and Tin Tien. Um, we do have bananas when we go to a large event. Our bananas, <laughs> are, we will meet a bunch of awesome, like-minded, fun people. Everything else is a bonus. I know I'm there with my best friend and my partner and we'll have a great time no matter what happens. D and T. You're going to stick with the bananas? I'm sticking with bananas. Okay. Bananas. Okay, these are goody two-shoes. They're from California. They say, we look at it this way. An expectation is a conclusion that something will likely happen based on the information plans, factors leading up to the event horizon. That's what I said before. You know, you put effort in, right? You put money in possibly as well. The reason we don't want to go into a situation with expectations because nothing in the lifestyle is a sure thing. And sometimes the psychological, emotional and social fallout of things not going as well as can be expected can affect relationships and self-worth. So that's a good point. The fact that sometimes if you do go in... And what you're expecting or you're hoping or you desire for doesn't actually happen. You can walk away pissed off. Or you can walk away feeling like maybe, you know, your, your self-esteem's taken a bit of a hit, right? Yep. Um, I think that is why we say we should never have expectations. We can have hopes. We can have preferred scenarios going into an experience as hopes, long as we understand. dreams and desires. Yep. As long as you understand that you don't get too upset at a less than desirable income. We all say it in order to avoid possible disappointments and repercussions. Thanks, Goody Two-Shoes from California. I like it. Cool. So I've got CD Swing Couple 8 from New York. New York. No, they didn't sing it at all. No? No. It's they just written normally. Missed opportunity. Um, I'd have to say we all have bananas to some degree. After all, we spend so much money, time and effort to have these opportunities. When lifestylists say they don't have bananas... They're most truly referring to specific scenarios or events, especially when the opportunities to have fun, have sexy fun away from life's responsibilities are few and far between. I think it's everyone's right to have a general banana. They will have an erotic and sexual experience. For us, the opportunity to make great new friends and have sex with each other, whilst possibly being watched or watching other, others, is always our banana. Anything else is just an added bonus. That's from C&D. That's funny. Okay. Uh, this one's from Honolulu, QE2013. Um, this one's an interesting one. I, I like the fact that they're kind of um, giving their own opinion here and, and it's a bit different than the, than the other ones. So we never understood this particular phrase because it's so clearly not the reality that we experience. Of course we have expectations where swingers going through all the hunting, vetting, communicating and flirting with the expectation that it will eventually lead to sex. Call it hope, if you will, but that seems like it's just more semantics to make people feel better than what's actually happening. Perhaps the better application of the phrase might be never go in with expectations that the sex is going to be great. You can save that for another episode as the mythology of swingers is that sex is always amazing when the reality is it's often clunky as new acquaintances struggle to figure out each buttons for pleasure. Cool. I like it. I like the fact that they're saying 
it's semantics, you know, that they actually do have expectations of, of sex and they, you know, they list all the things leading up to that, the effort that's involved, the energy that's involved, the vetting, the communicating, the shopping, the flirting, blah, 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 you know. Yes. Okay, so uh, Vanajay Share, we've got... This Shane, is, I think that one is. Share. Yeah, okay. Yep, yep. Vanajay Share. This is not a necessarily a popular opinion, but I hate it when I read profiles that talk about meeting with no bananas. I always have very high bananas. I expect... I banana, people <laughs> will be honest and energetic, have a positive attitude, bring their A game and know and know what they are hoping to achieve by meeting and be able to communicate it to us. If you're a manager or an employee, employee do you have expectations of your employees? If you're a lady going to a salon and paying $100, do you have expectations? Oh, Damn it. Using- Even if you're going to McDonald's, you have bananas. They're using the same analogy that you used about the whole steak ordering before. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's almost like I read this up front, but I didn't. Yeah. I really, really didn't. <laughs> so that's uh, from Jay, and he also kindly gave us permission to use, use his name. Awesome. Yeah, so it's not Shane, it's okay. Jay. Okay. This one's from Eskimo Pair. They said, of course, we have expectations. Communicating with the other couple and getting a sense that both parties, what, a sense of what both parties' expectations Bananas. and if they seem to match makes for an enjoyable, enjoyable date. When we finish up a date... Uh, sorry, when we finish, when we are finished up date planning, we usually say something like, we're just expecting to meet you for a drink and a chat. Um, while we've played on the first date before, it rarely happens. We prefer the second date as the play date. So that's good. They're actually saying what they do expect. Yeah. Not that we have no expectations, but here's what we expect, rather than being void of any expectations at all. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a fairly open promise, really, isn't it? That, that I, we can turn up and you can take a shit on my face and that's okay. It's not really how it works. What? Well, you know, I'm, if you're not going, if you're going in with no expectations, that rules out any social grace as well. Okay. Um, yep. Oh, God. Why does it have the river running in the background as well? I don't Do know crickets that. live around rivers? I think that's the only place in the world they live. Yes. Oh, okay. Great. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Last but not least. So this is from. Um, have you seen a pl- cricket play cricket? No. Me neither. I'm curious as to why they're called that. Yeah. Why are they called cricket? We need to Google that. <laughs> now, this one's from a Sex on the Fringe blog. And um, they said, I think expectations and hopes are different. If someone has the expectation to do something, they might be more likely to jump into a situation where they aren't 100% comfortable with it at, because A, they had the expectation to play and want to tick that off the list, or B, uh, the significant other had the expectation to play and they don't want to disappoint. It's harder to walk backwards from an expectation than it is from a hope. That's a good point too because I think that oftentimes, especially with multiple day events, like if you go to a hotel takeover or you go into Desire or things like that, I think if you go there and you want to have these experiences and then what can happen is that, you know, on the last second to last day or the last day, you drop a lot of those uh, previous maybe barriers to play and because you want to fulfil some of these expectations, you'll just kind of tend to go with the flow a little bit more than perhaps you may have on day one or day two. And as a result of that, you might walk away feeling a bit unhappy about that decision. Yeah. Okay. Um, The never is a statement that's problematic. I think it's impossible to go into every situation with at least a hope or desire for something to happen isn't the anticipation part of the fun. Yeah, good point. Good point. I like it. Valid. So it appears that, you know, everyone sort of backed the fact that it's grey. Yeah, it is It is extraordinarily grey. Yeah. Again, though, I mean, from my side to wrap this up, I think that it is okay to have expectations that some play may occur at an event, not necessarily 
with specific couples. That's that's what I feel. You know, I can I'm happy to yeah, go to an event. I, I don't I don't agree with that because you you've gone to um, you've gone out with couples as well, expecting that, mm-hmm. and yep. you've gone and stayed with couples and expected that as well. Yep. So, you know, I hate to call you a liar, but you're lying. <laughs> That's fair enough. Because <laughs> uh, you, you, you know, you've had expectations in other in other cases. We all have expectations. It just it depends on how we how we for, how we push those push those agendas, I suppose, in in the direction of anyone else. If we don't push them, then your expectations can be set mi- miles high, but it doesn't really matter. So, do you think that the the term is defunct? Do you not care? I mean, well, where are you at with it? Do you think people need to expand on it? Should we change the verbiage? Do we even give a fuck? Where are we at? Well, I certainly don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't care whether people put they have no expectations when they put it in their their um, profile or anything like that. It doesn't worry me. You know, the the only things that I if I read in a profile, there's certain things, certain keywords or certain things that I I won't just you know I won't then bother that person anymore but expectations is not one of them i mean every, again back to mcdonald's you expect that mcdonald's is going to be a greasy burger mm-hmm. and you get the same burger globally so the expectations are literally set by the company for that burger so no i, I don't really mind i don't think it's defunct i think it's a, a line of verbiage that's used in many ways like all other language out there in the world just because somebody says something doesn't mean it's communication because Communication means you un- actually understand what they're saying and it's very, very rare that you say anything and somebody else actually understands what you're saying, okay. what, what you're communicating. Right. Words, unfortunately, are too ugly and messy for that. They don't describe things aptly enough to be, to be precise enough in that regard. There you go. Thank you, Daryl, for turning up to today's episode yet again, number 103. No problem. And uh, so if you guys do want to go back and check out that other one that, uh, you know, we never take one for the team as part of the Stuff Swingers Say series, that's episode number 85. I'll link that in the show notes. And I did put a couple of new blogs and a new newsletter out too. So if you guys want to go check that out or subscribe to the newsletter, go on to swingingdownunder.com and that will lead you to all of the locations. Daryl, any other last thoughts, comments? No. Queries, surprises? No, uh, no surprises. No, I didn't stick flowers under the table or anything just to surprise you with at the end. You didn't. No. You didn't get any clown like bringing. No. You know, nothing. Nope. Nothing like that. Nope. Okay. Sorry. All right. So uh, as we're going to close out this episode, one of the last questions that I will give you is one of the random questions that we're doing each episode now. Uh, Daryl, your favourite genre of music? Go. Uh, I would say probably alternate. Yeah. If I was going to pick something, okay, that would be it. But yeah, it just depends on my mood. I'm very. Very eclectic in my music yeah. palette, for sure. Do you have a favourite band throughout, like, you know, what one that you would say is your favourite definitively? I mean, obviously you've got some that you like, blah, blah, blah. What's no, not really. No. Not really. Okay. I mean, I like, I, I like different bands for different reasons. I like different music for different, like, you know, everything all the way through to electropop. It just depends. What would be a band that you have stuck to the longest time listening Probably to? Probably Blink 182 would be the longest that I've stuck to. Okay. Yeah, just because it's angry music when I need angry music sometimes. Yeah, really? I think it's quite upbeat. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, You need to re-listen to anything Blink-182 if you think it's upbeat. I've been listening to them for years as well. Yeah. Um, uh, but I would probably say rock slash metal would be something that would be, I guess, the longest favourite of mine in terms of like the length of time 
aside from everything else I listen to, and I would probably have to say a band that I've been listening to the longest aside from Blink-182 or like Green Day or something would probably be Marilyn Manson, I would say. Okay. That's all. That's a little good to know your corner. We're doing a get to know your corner now. We're doing the random question generators uh, every podcast, yeah. There's a random question generator? Yeah, there is. We should use that. We should take that on our phone. Is there an app that we can take out to like, you know, dinners and stuff and we can just sit there pressing the button rather than You don't need that, babe. You've got me. Yeah, good point. (laughs) <laughs> Good point. Yep. Just touch Kate's left nipple and she generates a random right. question. That's very, very true. Yep. All right, guys, it's been great talking to you. Thanks again for listening and we hope you guys are safe, happy, well, and uh, we'll be back again soon for the next episode. Cheers. Enjoy. I guess they believe they don't have expectations. That's kind of my overall thought. On sex, on having a good time, on whether or not the earth is round. Well, I mean, do we need to get into the flat earth debate? Because I can do it if it has to happen. No, we don't. We should add that to the end of our um, to our podcast, actually put that in the bottom of our, our catchers for people who are searching like things. They can search and flat earth. We could come up with flat earth. That would be great. I, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, there's like two or 300,000 people out there now that, that believe that. So, I mean, we could be, you know, we could increase our listenership quite At markedly. what cost, Daryl? At what cost? Them listening to half an episode about, you know, they're not being a flat earth. When somebody says to you, we don't have expectations, how do you take it? What do you it's think their intention? your fault for bringing up flat earth, I know. just so I'm you sorry. know. What do you think their intentions are of saying that to you? Oh, you're, you, you're shit at this. You're shit at podcasting. Stop what? it. <laughs> My shit. I feel like I'm being led into this is a, a, a sheep to the slaughter here. I've no idea what you're I haven't read any of this. You've got this whole plan in your head. This is let's go back to the episode on fantasies and how fantasies are, are things that happen inside your head. And your fantasy right now is that I'd have this grand idea of what the response was going to be, and I don't. <laughs>